Hey there, the Small Steps Living podcast is now an audio version of Small Steps TV. You can check out Small Steps TV on YouTube, my Facebook page, and of course, the smallstepsliving.com website. But you know, some of us don't have time to watch. So here is your chance to listen to the latest episode of Small Steps TV. Enjoy. Welcome to Small Steps Living, the, the podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and, and enjoy, enjoy the, show. the show. Welcome to episode eight, I think we're up to. This is going to start getting orcs when I can't remember what episode <laughs> I'm up to, guys. Oh, my gosh, if only you could see. I don't want to see you now. Go and talk to Daddy is what I'm saying. You're not scared. So this is when Small Steps TV goes live. And And all the kids come from the yard. And suddenly it's like Okay, while I sort this out, you guys, Carly, Nemo, I can see something. I can see like a... um, an iPad or something in the background of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Notifications going off. Yeah, I'm plugged into that. You're famous, it was saying. Like, you're famous. (laughs) Ping, 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 ping. Oh, my God. Everybody's calling me. (laughs) So um, can you just, okay, well, first I'll intro you with a child. Carly and I met, how long ago do you reckon it was? Like three years ago? More than that because you were pregnant. Yeah, you were definitely, I would say you were pregnant. So that would be, say, four years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did, well, I did B-School, which I'm sure anyone who's in the online space is hearing about right now. Anyway, never really. <laughs> if not, brace yourself. Brace yourself. Um, <laughs> I met some awesome people doing that program. Carly was one of them. And I sort of thought she was a bit too cool for me for a while. And then I was like, nah. I think there's something here. This could be something beautiful. So, and it uh, was she, she <laughs> one of my first emails to her, which just reinforced the coolness factor. And then we just we hit it off, and we've been hitting it off ever since. And you guys who've been around this page for a really long time know there's been some highs and there's been some lows. There's been some tears. It's gotten messy, and I keep it really very real. So. On my kind of business journey or entrepreneurial journey, I want people around me who do the same thing, people who can also call me on my BS, people who get exactly what's going on and sometimes have weird knacks for knowing what's going on before you even do. That is Carly for me. So some of you might be listeners of our Keeping Good Company podcast. We created that because we just wanted to have real honest conversations about the entrepreneurial journey. And there's a really cool free Facebook group attached to that if you search for Keeping Good Company. But we also run a mastermind. So last year we um, we were like, let's just like, there's nothing else for women in Australia like this. Like, like we need community. Like we should put a call out. And we put a call out and we got these 12 amazing women and shared a journey with them for six months. We are in the actually in the final stages of locking down our crew for 2018, which is really exciting. And that's Carly for me, like yeah. firm friends, FFFs, firm friends because <laughs> I'm a grandma and you F-F-F, like- it's pretty much I just say a lot of F words, so it's <laughs> kind of fitting. We swear a lot. Um, so I am inviting <clears throat> her on tonight because she's going through a journey at the moment from crazy dark, like red, bright red hair And she's choosing to just let herself go grey. She's going to tell you this story totally ungracefully. And even although there's so much grace (laughs) in the process. So, Carly, welcome to Small Steps TV. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) So she's coming in live from Lennox Heads. Mm -hmm. And I'm down here in Melbourne and such is the power of technology Carly That's is why wearing- I'm wearing short sleeves and you're wearing a shirt, flanny, and no, tracksuit It's not a flannelette shirt. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, flannies are cool. Yeah, all right, the flannies are cool. Um, we've both got bogan roots, so... <laughs> 
Proud of that. Um, and Carly has an awesome event coming up that she is actually going to be giving away two free tickets to. And I don't know if you've heard, but I'm going to Perth and I am running an event with the amazing Jude Blarow two free tickets. So if you arrive onto this and it's before Tuesday, you need to write Byron or Perth and yes. you'll be in the running to get free tickets. Carly's going to tell us more about this. But anyway, Carly, can you just explain to everyone who doesn't know you? I kind of get surprised when people don't know who you are. Um, what it is that you, what are you actually doing at the moment? Like who are you anyway? Yeah, that's a really good existential question you've asked me there. And you know I love existential questions. Okay. <laughs> I just love saying the word, really. Yeah. Um but okay, so I am a voiceover artist and I run a voiceover agency called Killer Copy. So pretty much there I'm in my recording studio at the moment and there's a little microphone behind me and that's where I make most of my money happens. Um, and, you know, beyond that, I have my own podcast called Carlosophies, which is talking to other uh, female business. Oh, not, not all females, actually. There's a few men in there about the stories behind success because it's really hard to get a business off the ground. And I think sometimes we get this idea that, like, Lisa just not that this has been your journey at all, but like, you know, all of a sudden you go from obscure to well-known and people tend to think it just happened magically and it's all luck and it's far from that. So my podcast is all about exploring that. Uh, And I have like one format where I interview other people and then one where I just walk on the beach and talk about, you know, existential shit. And yeah, that's pretty much what I do. And then I run the mastermind with you, of course, and have Keeping Good Company. So I'm a podcaster. I do a bit of writing. I do a bit of public speaking and um, a lot of podcasting. A lot of podcasting. Podcasting is your thing. You even taught people how to do podcasting. Yeah. And stuff. Um, Yeah. And I I think we were both each our own first interviews. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, So that's cool. And this is actually the first live interview I've done for Small Steps TV. Oh, pop in your cherry again. Oh, <laughs> um, So, okay, can we talk about your hair? So, yes, we can. So what's going on? Because, I mean, people, these people might not know you, but you had bright red hair for a really long time. But what has happened to your hair over the years? Like, let's, let's tell the story of your hair. Well, I'll start where it started, which was when I was about 15, I think, 15 or 16, I started to notice a few grey hairs and freaked out and so just started picking them out but really just started colouring my hair from that age. So I coloured my hair brown for most of my adult teenage years and adult life and I got to, and you know, various shades of brown. I was jet black, went through a bit of a, you know, gothy stage, went totally black. Um, and then after I had my daughter... I decided I wanted to have one last hurrah and go bright ruby red, which I did, which was so fun and I loved it. But I just got sick of having to constantly dye my hair. And the red, it was just really high maintenance. So I'd have to, my grey was coming along thick and fast and so I'd have to start colouring it every three weeks and There was just a lot of bleach and red, you know, just toxic dyes and stuff that I've been putting on my hair for years Uh, and then couldn't couldn't even wash my hair. Like I had to wash it with red dyed, like with gloves on, you know, just pink shower, which it's not pink because it's from the 50s and the bathroom needs a reno. It's pink because of the dye and just like couldn't swim. I love to swim, but I couldn't put my head under the water because I'd look like I'd come out with like a paddle pop dripping all down me and I just got jack of it and it was expensive Mm. stinky so I decided you know I'd wanted to go gray for well probably since I was about 28 Mm -hmm. but it wasn't very I don't know like I got a lot of pressure to stay colored (laughs) from the people around me because they were like oh but you'll look really old if you have gray hair And so I fought it for a long time and then I turned 40 in July this year and that had been my marker. I'll colour it till 40 and then I'll decide, you know, maybe to grow it out. 
And I thought about shaving my head, but I've got this big round head and lots of chins and stuff, and it's just not <laughs> going to look good with a shaved head. Some people look really great with, they've got good heads. I don't have a good head. I think I was in my mum's birth canal for a very long time and it's not a good shape. So so I just decided that I would, um, yeah, just let it grow out. Mm. And so this is the result. You can see the, the it is last... happening so fast. Like I know it is. I can't believe it. So firstly, like the red is coming out, and so yeah, it's the red's gone out. So it's kind of like yeah. sort of color. Copper. Yeah. But how many months has that been now? The last time I coloured my hair was the thirty first of October. So three. December, December, January. Wow! Like that is really fast. Okay. Yeah. So... Like if you have a look at the sides, like it oh, is pretty fast, isn't it? It's intense. Yeah. 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 So, okay, two things. Number mm. one, how are you feeling about it as it's happening? Number mm. two, what are other people's reactions? Like have people said so. <clears throat> I didn't, I mean, I, I guess I told my friends that I was going to go grey, but mm. I didn't really mention it to anyone else because I feel like it's when you have, when you have a baby, you don't mention the name before you have the baby because then people can't, like, if you've had the baby, they can't really have any thoughts on the baby's name. Yes. So I kind of did it like that. I just started going grey and then was like, okay, well, I'm just not going to colour it again. And now that I'm doing it, you can't really have much to say about it. No. <laughs> what are they going to say? Whoa. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um yeah, maybe you need to colour it. Are you quite sure? Anyway, like so the, the feedback has been I, I, like people actually keep commenting on the colour of it now, like the weirdness and, they, that, you know, they seem to like it. At least that's what they say to my face. I don't really give two shits what people say behind my back, but to my face they're being kind. How I personally feel about it, I love it because, you know, it's been like the last because I stopped colouring it with red this month. So I was just not doing redoing the roots and I was still colouring the ends red. And then, um, say, maybe a month ago, I decided I'd, we'd run, almost run out of the dye and I was going to go pink and then I thought, oh, no, I can't really be bothered and I just want to swim. You know, it's summer, I want to float in the pool, I want to dive under the ocean. Um, so, yeah, so I just decided that that's it, I'm just going to like, yeah. And I, I was actually really afraid because I got back in the maybe the late 90s, mid to late 90s, I got um, highlights, you know, like tips in my hair and went back three days later because I was like, this is ugly. I do not look good with, you know, blonde streaks. So I wasn't sure if the, yeah, if the lightness would work. But, yeah, but I I like it. And I just love how free it is. I can wash my hair and, you know, not wear gloves and it's amazing. I mean, so today I um I shared two pictures, um, one that mm. had, that the photographer to just be hilarious. Um, fake eyelashes. Fake eyelashes. Because when I was over in the US recently, like all the people in my mastermind, they all just have these like magnetic eyelashes that they just have on. It's like a thing. Don't get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, I actually look at that photo. I looked at the two photos and look like, it looks like I don't even have eyelashes in one of them. Yeah. I don't even really think about it. Yeah. Um, and the, it feels like there's just this, it, like, is it is it me that there's just this growing? Um, Obsession? Well, I mean, you shared a photo of your mum from the 80s mm. and she had a perm. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been doing stuff to ourselves forever. Mm. But... Is it getting a little bit more intense or is it just me? No, it's totally getting more intense. Um, I mean, I just think, uh, I mean, yeah, yes, absolutely it is. For you, was it it an interest in feeling young or was it an interest in like just conforming or how you, like making you feel pretty? Like what was your driver for for doing it? For dying for so long. Yeah. Um, partly I worried that I would look older and I don't know, I, I feel like we're an, um, at the moment we're a society that is obsessed with looking young. 
like age is like the the thing that we need to avoid at all costs. And, um, you know, we're going to quite crazy lengths to maintain our youth. I feel, I honestly feel like that, you know, there's this whole uh, society is obsessed with, with looking younger and younger and younger because we don't really value that crone in society. You know, the, the woman who has gone through menopause, they kind of just disappear. And it's, I just find it incredibly sad because they're, you know, they're the women who have the life experience and the wisdom and and no voice right now. It's limited, you know. We've I mean we've got a few, Oprah, um, you know, I don't know, there's a few around. But um if you have a look at who who has the most followers and all that kind of jazz, it's um yeah, it's youth that wins out. So is there any <clears throat> part of you that that was worried about the grey? Like you know, did you? Yeah, well, obviously because I had put it off for so long, mm. you know, it was going to go, like in terms of how long it was going to take, how, how, like whether it would look, whether it would suit me, whether, mm. um, you know, what, what the process would be. I've grown out a fringe before and it's painful sometimes, you know, and it gets through those ugly stages and then, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know what, what the whole process is going to be like. I'm sure when I've got like mostly gray fringe and just a little bit and, you know, I'm sure I'll get sick of it, but uh, yeah, there was fear of how I was going to look. Yeah. But, um, but now I don't know, I'm just embracing like who I am at the moment, whether that is my gray hair, my fat rolls, you know, whatever it is, my, my wrinkles, whatever it is. It's like, I am 40. And I'm proud to be 40. I've made it 40 years on this planet through a hell of a lot of shit. Yeah. I should want to celebrate that, not run from it. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and I totally love that. And I just had this thing that I wanted to ask and then you said that and it's gone out of my brain. Um, but I think it was something to do with, um, oh, yes, that's it. So do you think, because your journey has been, you, you had a few big breakthroughs last year, mm. um, you've, you've experienced a lot of um, mental health stuff, some um, financial stuff, you know, and you share all of this so publicly I'm not just taking our private conversations. <laughs> and blurting them out. Um, but, uh, but there's been some big changes in you. Do you think that the going grey, letting yourself go there, you would have reached the point where you were happy to have it happen if you hadn't kind of found this comfort within yourself? Or do you think that the grey, the letting yourself go grey is just, is almost like the catalyst for some of the self-acceptance? I think that I probably wouldn't be doing it if I didn't feel so good about myself as a human being. Mm. so for for me um and this is not like this this is my own experience I'm not uh saying this is everyone's experience or you know anyway so I'm just going to line that up because I'm I'm about to say some things that could be triggering (laughs) so uh back in 2009 I was diagnosed with depression and went on this whole journey you know the deal um, of figuring out who I was and what I was here for and getting back to wellness. And when I, when I was depressed, um, I was a very different person to what I am now. So I would, like, I'm on a live stream with you guys and no makeup on. This is just who I am. This is how I show up in the world. Um, and I'm okay with that. When I was depressed, it was really the only time in my life that I wore a lot of makeup. I never wore it when I was a kid. I never wore it in my 20s. People would actually comment and say, "Oh, you know, you'd be really pretty with a bit of makeup." And I was just like, okay. "You want to tell me what to do?" Like, no, this is not going to happen. And so then I would rebel and be like, "Well, fuck you, I'm not wearing any makeup." And so, but then when I was diagnosed with depression, I put just a face full of makeup on to go anywhere because I just at that point I really disliked myself, and I had to put on what was literally like a mask for me. 
So that's why I'm saying like everybody's different. People like to put on makeup to have fun. My daughter loves to put on makeup like she's the total opposite to me. Um, but for me it was a mask and and for me the hair colour was a bit of a mask. And so it's really only now that I'm at this place where I'm like, you know, it's all just out there. I'm comfortable with, in my skin. I'm comfortable with who I am, I actually like who I am. But I feel confident enough to go grey because it really doesn't matter what my hair looks like. It's not the... You know, it's not the um, the mark of a, a, yeah, a genius person. Just, you know, the hair. The hair doesn't change who I am. Yes. So, um, yeah, and, but maybe it does too. <laughs> okay. Right. Got it. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we've got a bit of this going on. What do you got on? Um, a bit oh. of love you, mum. Um, a bit of all these ideas for when we have a pleasure <clears throat> together, like go. Like, great, draw me pictures in daytime. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was just uh, coming on to check some of the comments, Carly. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to do the same. love to know. Number one. If you want to get, so Carly, can you also just describe quickly the amazing event that you're doing in Byron? Yeah. So I am, I am doing this incredible event on the 3rd of March at the Byron Theatre in Byron Bay with three of my really great mates, um, Bronnie Ware, who wrote the top five regrets of the dying and Bloom. She's a internationally renowned author published through Hay House, <clears throat> incredible woman. Um, and so it was her idea. She had this idea around her 50th birthday last year and asked, um, yeah, some of us if we wanted to do this event with her. So it's a rare opportunity to see her speak. She rarely does it these days. And if she does, it's for really big events and stuff. Um, and so it's myself, Bronnie, Marcus Pierce, who has the wellness couch, who is such a fun guy. I love that guy. Um, he does the 100 Not Out podcast and um, what's the other one? Oh, Your Exceptional Life. And he is, um, yeah, he, he's like co-founder of The Wellness Couch, which has a lot of your friends' podcasts on there. Mm. Um, so him, he's, uh, he's a barrel of laughs. He's an incredible guy, infectious personality um, and really great sense of humour. And then Shara Carruthers, who I just absolutely adore. Have you had, you've interviewed her for Small Steps? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Veda, all the Yeah. Things. Hang on one second, just one second. Yeah. You can yeah. hear my voice right now. Excuse me. <coughs> no more clapping. Lisa. <laughs> Mum voice. <laughs> so, okay, so what are people going to get at this event? Okay, so it's going to be, it's an intimate event, so it's a really great space um and it'll probably I, I don't know how many people there be but the maximum that it seats is about 200 mm-hmm. um and it's going to be Bronnie's going to be speaking all about courage because that woman sure knows a lot about the subject <laughs> um and I then I heard her speak at the Hay House Writers yeah um, she's event. incredible it was standout by far like yeah. if I could get in the room with her on the stage again, I absolutely would. It is she is extraordinary. She is extraordinary, um, and like so lucky to call her a friend. Like she's just yeah, she's an incredible human being, and her story is amazing. Um, so uh, just like a little cap of it, she basically she wrote this story, the top five regrets of the dying, um, self published it. It eventually wrote, she wrote a blog post and it went viral and it was just called the top five regrets of the dying. And then she fell pregnant um, and was giving birth when Leon from Hay House rang her to say, we'd like to take your book on. And she was just like, I would love to. I'm just literally in labor right now, but yes. you know. And so when she had her baby who um, she had at 45, she ended up with, um, oh, my God, my brain is just going, AI, um, um, arthritis. Uh, 
Yes, arthritis. But I, I, can't, I can't remember this. Anyway, it's a hectic. I wish I could remember. I'll have to Google it. Um, and couldn't even hold her baby to breastfeed. Oh. Like, yeah, was, was wheelchair-bound kind of. Um, and over the last few years <clears throat> now she swims the lake and she rides a bike and, um, yeah, she's just an incredible, incredible human being. So her story is totally all about courage. And then Marcus is speaking on clarity. He's all about, you know, finding mastery in all areas of your life. And then Shara is all about connection, connection to yourself, your body and food. And then me, it's choice. <laughs> so I'm speaking about, you know, yeah, taking responsibility for yourself and um, and making choices, oh. decisions, you know, and that we always have choices. Like me going grey, it's a choice. Um, so, yeah. So that's pretty much it. And it's going to be part keynotes and part little workshop bits and it'll be super fun. Um, I'm really excited about it. So that's on the 3rd of March in Byron. So, yeah, we've got two tickets to give away. Two tickets to give away. So if you or tag someone, if you know someone who's local to the area, and um, but you have to do it before Tuesday. Because that's yeah. when we'll draw and I'll draw. And come down like from the Gold Coast. If you're in the Gold Coast or Brizzy, come down to Byron for the day. I would Take totally a day out. Oh, it would be just beautiful. You can In the lunch break, you can go and have a really great feed. There are so many healthy food places around or unhealthy if you can't be fucked. Um, and, and the beach, you know, you can go and have a swim during the lunch break. You'll meet some incredible people. Um, and, you know, it is just going to be a really fabulous time for you to take some time out from your life sit down be inspired you know work through some stuff and leave knowing what action you want to take next so it's um yeah it'll be super fun I would totally be going but I would totally be asking you for a free ticket because we're friends yeah that's all right I could see what I could do for you yeah I know that's (laughs) friends with benefits yeah um yeah, and likewise, if you're in Perth or surrounds, um, Jude and I are putting on our Nourishing Life workshop, which was a day in Melbourne that was unforgettable um, for me and for the people who who came. We talked about food, but we talked about so much more, and Jude is just like, you know, she's just like an auntie. You just want to sit and just like be held by. Just tell me, Jude. Just tell me what to do. Tell me everything's going to be okay. You know, this life wisdom is so underrated. Like I just get this beautiful sense of calm when I'm around her. Like that this is a long life and that we're doing okay. And I think that's what everyone kind of walked away with was like, okay. And she's like, she's she's Whole Foods intense. Um, Whole Foods manageable for the family right now um, at the stage that we're at, which feels um, really good. So, guys, I'm going to just um, check out some of your your comments now, but we would like to hear from you. What what do yeah. you feel about going grey or ageing in general? Um, you know, I think that this is I'm well, I'm 39 this year. I'll be 39 in September, and it kind of surprises me. I'm like, I just thought I was still like 28. No, maybe maybe about thirty-two or something. I don't know, but I just I just certainly I thought I would feel. Well, the last ten years is kind of just a blur. It's like you go from twenty-nine to forty, boom. What just happened? Yeah, where did those ten years go? Yeah, and I just think we should Freaky. be having more real <clears throat> about this stuff. Jude is the ultimate wise aunt. Yes, she is beautiful, oh, Catherine. Yeah. Um. Karen, I stopped dyeing my hair when I was pregnant with my son in 2008, knowing I was going to be a single mum and wasn't sure I could keep up with the schedule of dyeing it, but mostly because I really wanted to know what my true hair colour was and I haven't felt the need to do it again since. Yes, awesome. I love that. Yeah. Because we don't know, right? Like I I I still don't really, like I know now that it's coming through that there's still a bit of dark and, you know, there's a lot of white, but I don't really know what it's going to look like. It's like a, it's like opening an LOL surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you just reference LOL dolls? Yeah. Oh, totally got Sustainable it. living. Yeah. Oh, the, what, <clears throat> look at, what is this? 
Literally. <laughs> is this one of them? Yeah, yeah, that, that's an LOL. I hate those things. <laughs> I don't even know how they get in our house. Um, I'm going so great. It's quite obvious and I'm embracing it, to be honest. I understand it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm coming around to realise it's not a negative thing for me and it's where I'm at in life. Power to you, Lydia. Yes. Um, I, and I'm a, can I just also say, I think I've got, I think I've got some greys, but I'm not too sure. So, like, my natural hair colour is darker than this. I just get oil. Yeah, but I feel like blonde is, like, bl- blonde's quite, it's easier to transition into yeah. grey because they're both light colours. Mm. When you're brown or black, like, this is not my natural hair colour, obviously. This no. is. Um, but but with with the darker it stands out so much more than a light transition. So in the end, I'm glad that I was bleaching and dyeing it, but I would have just done the same thing whether it was dark or not. But, yeah, yeah. like they're, they're, much, they're much less intense. Well, when I, I haven't actually noticed greys. So I'm, I'm assuming that I am going grey, but it's just not, you know, I might in have said one or two, but I'm, I'm also just not really looking. The scary part is when you check downstairs and you find one. Don't need Carly, did you really just, this is, you know, really, that is never going to happen to me. We'll see. It happened to me. It can happen to you, just saying. (laughs) That's really an interesting and slightly offensive thing to talk about in this place. There's nothing wrong with grey pubes. I'm just saying. Well, I, I feel really quite, um, no, I was just about to say something that might incriminate someone else very close to me. <laughs> yeah, don't. Right. Um, it got suggested I could do colour for a cure <laughs> to cover my greys. I work at a high school. I'm dying it tonight. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't even know colour for a cure was a thing. That's awesome. I haven't even heard of that. Um, yeah, so nice. it's like shave for a cure must be colour for a cure. That's awesome. Um, I have always, Mel says, I've always coloured my hair darker and I'm going grey-white, have not coloured since September and actually like the results. My hair looks lighter and the whites are blending in more. I'm going to leave it and see what happens. This is so cool, all these people. Um, uh, Rita, I'm blonde and going grey. I'm still dying it but would love to stop. I'm not ready. I know. I think my mum was probably about 60 in her 60s. No, it was probably only the last few years that she was like, I'm going to let it happen. <laughs> I just have to say, I just also have to say on that, you know, I'm speaking about choice. Choice is really my underlying message to everything that I speak about. This is about choice, right? Like this, there is no right or wrong here. If you're dyeing your hair, there's no judgment from me. Like if it feels good, keep dyeing your hair. Like if it, whatever feels good for you do. For me, I felt like I wasn't being all of me without unleashing the greys on the world. So that was my choice, but it comes down to your choice, right? Like I feel like I'm, I'm here sharing this uh, journey publicly because I did it for so long thinking that was that, that I didn't really have a choice because I would look old or I would, you know, it wouldn't be as socially acceptable. So me sharing this whole journey that I'm on is about saying, well, you do, if you, if you want to go grey, you can go grey. Like we don't have to worry about what other people think of us. We don't have to really worry about if we look old or not because none of that shit really matters. Um, so, yeah, so it is about the choice that we have. But if and you knowing want, that it is a choice. If you want to keep colouring your hair because it makes you feel like a rock star. Yeah. yeah. Man, the red, the red made me feel like a rock star. I loved the red. It was just too high maintenance and I just got jack of it. Mm. But I loved it, you know. And, and see, that's the thing, right? If you want to do bright red hair or pink hair or whatever, like you can. Yeah. And can I just also say, like, this is, this is your, you do talk about this a lot. And um, this, even although I've had Carly as a friend for quite a few years, it was only actually a, uh, a lesson that I really have begun to learn quite recently, this whole you've got a choice, like in literally everything that's happening, you have a choice. And I think I maybe wasn't ready to listen to it because I felt, 
because I was just really stuck in victim mode for a very long time. Like I thought life was happening to me. And when you actually release that, when you actually release the fact that you're creating everything and you're not a victim um, and you have choice, literally pretty much everything changes in your whole life. So it's so important. Like the hair is just one visual way that you are talking this story of choice, but you also live it in so many other ways. And, you know, um, if you've only just joined, this is Carly Nimmo and you can find her at um, Carlosophies on Instagram and Carly Nimmo on Facebook. But also she's the co-host of Keeping Good Company with me. So we just... We just jam. We talk about our business and our friendship and, you know, the marriage life and not necessarily our marriages, though sometimes our marriages. Um, You know, just, yeah, the the marriage of trying to bring to, you know, I don't be a businesswoman and a mum and a sister and a whatever. I'm not a sister. but Yeah. Well, we just talk, we talk keeping it real in that whole, in, in, in all of that kind of conversation. And what I love about you, because, you know, when you, when you, when you get any new job, you go through sort of training, you find out how to do your job, you kind of have an apprenticeship. And the thing about online businesses is that you're kind of doing all of that quite publicly. So, you know, because you're showing up on social media, you've got something to share, you're using Facebook or Instagram, you're holding webinars, you're doing all this. It's really like you got to be very vulnerable, like you got to be cool with being vulnerable and a bit um, out there. But what happens is everyone kind of does the same training and mm. they there's, there's certain um, e-courses out there that, it's like everyone's going through the same apprenticeship and it's why you can start, why everything sort of starts to look the freaking same um, online. Mm. It's because people sort of stop coming from what feels good to them and they start to just follow the, the, the formulas or the, you know, they've, they've been trained and they've kind of lost themselves a bit. And I think that's what you do really well is bring back like the fact you've got a choice about everything and how you show mm. up. Um, how you spread your message um, and all that kind of thing. And it's so needed. Like it's why I just love talking to you because I don't feel like I love learning. I love learning about how to do things. Um, I came to this as a total newbie, like I didn't know anything. And now here we are utilising Facebook Live to have a chat, like things change all the time and I love keeping on top of it and stuff. Um, but do you want to share a little bit about how you've come to the point where you're like, F the rules, um, <laughs> I'm going my way and it's right over like that way. <laughs> um, how long have we got? Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like, I don't, I kind of feel this, like I feel like it really started. Uh, uh, I guess I've always been a bit like that, just doing my own thing. Mm. um and always been a bit rebellious Mm. um but then and I don't know like I don't know I feel like I'm sometimes I feel like I'm like a teenage angst kid in an adult body (laughs) and so I see a trend my whole thing is question everything right so if I see a trend happening um I, I look at the trend and I'm thinking I don't know, like, is this serving people? Is it is it working for them? Is this what they actually want to be doing? My mum said to me once um, something really profound that she did not mean in the least, but it, it stuck with me. We were on the beach and I was throwing the stick out to my dog out into the water and he was going out to the waves and bringing it back and he was exhausted, but he loves it. My mum says to him, Carly, is he doing it because he thinks is he doing it because he wants to or is he doing it because he thinks he has to? And I was like, he's doing it because he wants to, mum. But the but it just stuck with me because I feel like so many of us are doing things because we think they're the things that we need to do to have the things that we need to have. So for me, I've, you know, I've been in business now for, well, all of my life pretty much, um, but on my own since 2005. And I've tried all the different things 
I had a co-working space that I opened in 2011 that failed and cost me $100,000 and learned so many great lessons from that. I had a podcasting school, which was going really well, but then I kind of just got, I don't know, sick of the webinars and the this and the that. And it wasn't, it was stifling my creativity in some ways because I wanted to really, I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't willing to put 100% into it. I was still really afraid that I would fail again. And so I guess, um, yeah, I guess for me, I just think if you're going to do, if you're going to, like the people who have great success in this world aren't the people who are taking a cookie-cutter approach to life. They're people who are getting outside the box, innovating, trying new things, testing, experimenting, and I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have things perfect and right from the get-go. And I'm, you know, 40 years in and it's still somewhat an experiment. I know now more what I'm here to do. I know more, you know, what I want to do, but everything is still an experiment to me. We have to try the things, see if they fit, and if they don't, not be afraid to walk away. And I guess for me, the last couple of years have been, or the last five years, five or six, six years since I opened the Office Collective now, um, have been me making big, bold decisions to walk away when things aren't serving me. And I feel like most people don't. They hang on for dear life when sometimes it is better to walk away and create some space for something better. So for me, it's always, my message is always to be really connected to you and what's right for you. And um, yeah, and yes, get coaching if you want to, but make sure that you're connected to what is important to you and you're not just swallowing the Kool-Aid, you know? Mm. Um, Yeah, find people who can, who can, peel back the layers to get more of you, not just lay out a map for you to follow Um, because that's where the the real gold is inside of you. It's not in the, you know, heavily edited Photoshopped images or the fancy website or the whatever. Like the gold is you. And I think when you're showing up as all of you, then like, you know, grey hair and all, that is really when things start to shift, when we, when we find our own voice and, um, yeah, we're not afraid to speak it. Yeah. It's so true. And I think, you know, online at the moment, there's just so much that is um, that you can just feel the BS. Like, I don't know, I just scroll past stuff that feels too, too polished and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, it's been really, really interesting um, at the moment in the Small Steps membership. Um, members have been sharing why they love that space. And the, the the key thing that they're sharing, the thing that over and above everything else, is that it's a really safe space. Mm. And it's like the best. They all belong to bajillion Facebook groups that they're just like ignoring now because this is the one that they can come to and just be real. And I feel like it's missing so much, you know. Mm. We're just so stuck behind, you know, whatever that mask is, whether Mm. it's, you know, colouring our hair because we're just holding on tight to some sort of... Yeah, Yeah. or whatever it actually is because there's there's Mm. loads of different things, you know, and I see it with food a lot. Um, You know, if I can just be doing this perfectly, like, you know, then everything will be fine and then everyone's going to be healthy and then everyone will know I'm a good mum and blah. And it's like, oh, my God, it's just exhausting. It is exhausting and it's no way to live. And Um, you know, I remember back in 20, was it 2016, we spoke at Pro Blogger? Yeah. 2016. And the whole yeah. talk was about taking imperfect action because yeah. that's, you know, you just, if you're too caught up on whether it's the right thing, whether it's being done perfectly, like nothing happens and you're just dealing yourself like just, just, uh, you just dig in your stress grave, you know, really. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's just, yeah, it's it's not cool. And I, but I feel like because we see all these images of perfection, it's really hard to sink into our real selves sometimes mm. because there, it does feel like that there's... We're not enough compared to... Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I started um, having some fun on Instagram stories. I just started it yesterday because I'm, I know, like you know, I, I like you. I'm all about keeping it real. Sarah, <laughs> and I'm a shit Sarah. And so I've been doing Instagram stories of like, you know, me swapping the Soda Stream canisters over or um, <laughs> a big W. You know, like stuff like. Not not the highlights, but just like <laughs> I'm calling it um because they have that thing un unhighlights is what I'm calling it my unhighlights. <laughs> anyway, that yeah, if you haven't picked up already, that's kind of my thing. Like I I kind of see what everyone's doing, and that I try to do something very different just to see what happens. So yeah, so my and, unhighlight reel is quite fun at the moment, and it's so refreshing and so you've got to go and follow philosophies on yeah. um, instagram and you'll get the gray hair stuff and, the- and if people have just arrived they're probably like who is this chick um why has she got half gray hair <laughs> but you'll have to go back and watch the stuff yeah. but um this is carly and she is um doing an awesome event in byron and is giving away two free tickets um and you've just got to write down if you're close to that area or if you know someone who's close to that area and wants to hear Carly, Ronnie Ware, Shara Carruthers, Marcus Pierce, awesome day, um, then just write Byron and she'll be just randomly choosing someone to give two free tickets to. And I'm giving away two free tickets to me and Jude in Perth. So if you're after a day of nourishing wisdoms, family, food, life, then um, write Perth and you might be coming along to that for free. Um, And, you know, really we're just cloaking, like we're just giving away stuff so you could come and listen to this awesome conversation. (laughs) Because I've been saying to Carly for ages, I want to interview you on Small Steps TV about going grey and gracefully Um, just because I feel like it's an awesome conversation for us to have and it totally fits with the... um, keeping it real and small steps like this is a long process it's not something that happens overnight and there's you know going to be ugly awkward moments and yeah no and and also definitely not perfect (laughs) um, there's lots of there's lots of small steppers small steps members who um listen to and love the keeping good company podcast because while it's about um you know, running your own business. It's also about a lot of other cool things. So yeah, you, friendship and life and motherhood showing up, and showing up. up and, last week's episode of showing up when you don't feel oh like God. it is relevant. I cried on that episode. <laughs> Sometimes there's tears. Um, but like showing up when you don't feel like it is relevant to so many parts of our lives. And mm. like, the motherhood journey is just pretty much that mm. like the whole time. Mm. So, uh, you know, I just think, you know, if you, if you, if you love small steps living, so, and if you don't know this, um, small steps TV episodes are becoming podcasts. So if you see something and you wish you had time to watch it and you didn't, you can go and check out the small steps living podcast and listen to these episodes, um, trying to make it as easy as possible for all you, um, guys to, um, to consume it in whichever way feels good for you. But I also have the um, Keeping Good Company podcast, and it's not something I share hugely here, um, but as I, I'm just noticing that the themes are universal. There's, you know, you guys, mostly the most of the women here at Small Steps Living are mums um, seems to attract that vibe, I think, because of all the pictures of my kids and the complaining about the fact that they don't eat it. Oh, and by the way, OMG, you have to go and sign up for the Dinner Hack series. I am running three video trainings and I'm basically going to show you how simple I keep dinner. It's actually embarrassingly simple. The first time I ran it, people were like, oh, my gosh, I could actually do this. So that is my vibe to make it like so ridiculously simple to eat real food. So um, definitely sign up for that. I should post the link. Anyway, I'll do that in a second. Um, But uh, I feel like we're this generation of women who are trying to balance 
um, the the mum stuff and food and, and house and, you know, simplifying our lives and, you know, decluttering the mess that seems to just happen unless you're anal like Carly. Um, and, uh, and then but we're also, you know, we grew up in a time where we were told we could do whatever we wanted and so we're trying to figure out how to be with children with dreams and hopes and, um, you know, passions that we're really interested in. You know, a small step up, beautiful Valeska has just gone back to study and he's like, not sure how this is going to work with the kids, but trying it anyway because she felt this pull. So I just, I feel like the conversations kind of meld a lot. Yeah, totally. I mean, all of us can, you know, um, yeah, all of us go through these. Well, I mean, we didn't, we did an episode on, what to do when you're changing and the people around you aren't, yes. you know, those kind of things aren't just business related. They are life related. Um, and we just did a great episode with Kylie Patchett on, um, you know, going back to a day job. So having worked as an entrepreneur herself, and then she made the really big decision to go back to a day job, which is something that a lot of people have, um, you know, they go back and they disappear from their online life and nobody really knows what happened to them <laughs> um, and because there's a lot of shame about going back to a day job, which I think is bullshit. So, um, you know, we have, we have really interesting, deep conversations with other people around things that aren't, um, you know, normally spoken about and then we uh, have big, deep, meaningful conversations with each other with a few laughs about... Yes about the stuff that we're going through and the stuff that we're seeing people around us go through. So, and that, yeah, it's all universal because as you do, as you do business, it's as you do food, it's as you do your relationships, it's as you do everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing some hardcore um, transformational type coaching at the moment. It's blowing my mind. So, that's going to be like no doubt like I can finally have those sorts of conversations with Carly who's a little bit further down the track than me with some of that stuff. Um, it'll be rookie in that sense. But also bringing it to my I have my, I have my master's degree in spirituality. <laughs> yeah, she's really good. But it's like it's spirit but it's also just it's actually just learning how our brains work. Yeah. And the reason why I'm interested in it is because, my job here at Small Steps is to work out the best ways to facilitate transformation for small steppers, for women who are interested in changing the food that they eat, changing how they're showing up each day, changing like the way that their house feels and all that sort of stuff. So I am constantly investing in my own learning about how to help them the most and everyone benefits when that happens and I do think that that's one thing that us women don't do particularly well like we would not question you know I have people like um for some programs and like I can't afford it this time or whatever I'm busting to do this blah 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 blah. and I definitely understand that budget and um, comes into it for sure 100% I make decisions about what I can and can't afford too but I think like when you become a mother it's so easy to justify spending on other people yeah. and then we just kind of let ourselves just sort of puddle along when sometimes you do need to make that investment you do need to go that next step and I mean we see it Carly with the women who are signing up to our mastermind this year you know the women who are showing up and they're like yes Take me there. I'm ready. And, you know, hearing all the testimonials from the small steppers at the moment, um, sharing them in the group, it's like this stuff has profoundly transformational impact if you just put a little bit of skin in the game and, and commit and go for it. And it's really, really powerful. I don't know how I started talking about this. Now I'm, <laughs> I'm right on my own high horse. I think I was talking about the different conversations that we have. Well, also, I think it's important to acknowledge like, you know, when, when it comes to making any kind of change in your life, whether it's food or, um, you know, taking your business to the next level or getting fit, whatever it is, um, it's very easy to go, I should be able to do that, you know, like I should just be able to follow the plan. I should just be able to count calories. I should just be able to work out every day. 
Um, but there's so much to it. There's belief systems and, you know, all kinds of psychology going on, unconscious programming, you know, stuff going on in your subconscious. And I think like when you when you are doing work like you're doing, Lisa, you need to have an understanding of what's going on underneath the underneath the excuses. Yes, because it's all stories. Mm. And I think that we're getting really um, conscious right now that we're the, we're the block in our own lives. And that's something that we talk about a lot um, in the membership. And it's why I created Small Steps Back to You, because I can see that the conversation with food, it can only take you so far. You can change the food you eat um, by following a plan. But if the, if the other stuff isn't being kind of um, looked at, then it's all superficial. So, I mean, small steppers, no. I mean, I was in there today sort of having a little bit of a cry. Not really. It's a really uplifting space, that one. I just wanted to say Catherine said she listened to that app on her run this morning. I wasn't feeling it when I started, but I showed up and the podcast definitely helped. Go, girls. Yolanda's loving highlights, fun highlights. She's loving that. And um, Lydia is... (laughs) Figuring out how to be whilst making up kids' bunk beds right now. The conversation is saving my sanity. That's awesome. Um, okay, guys. I mean, we've been talking for an hour. Yeah, we should probably. Um, I found out that there's yeah. a next season of Nashville. Um, I've never watched it. Is it good? Holy. I just finished Younger on your recommendation. Younger? Yeah. Didn't you tell me to watch no, Younger? I said watch Billions. Oh, I thought you told me to watch Younger, that it was fun and it was, who told me that? I did not tell you. I've never seen Younger. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, it's fun. Okay. It's about a woman who's 40 pretending to be a 26-year-old. So kind of. Oh, no, yes. Oh, I love shingles. When you had the shingles, you told me about it. Oh, that was a blur. It's a blur. My life was a blur. But that is an awesome suit. How fun is it? It's so light. and So fun. I loved yeah, it. Boyfriend kind of hot as well, so that always helps. Yeah, yeah. But so was the so was the book publisher dude. Oh so. no, I found that very difficult until the end when I was like, the choice is clear now. Mm. Can we just but spoiler alert? Let's not do that. <laughs> not going there. When is the next season? Anyway, um, so guys, a reminder: if you've only just arrived. If you're in the vicinity of Byron, you want to be getting the two free tickets to Carly's amazing event there. And in the comments, Carly, can you please put the link? Yeah, it's called One Day in Byron Bay. I'll put a link in there. It's onedayinbyronbay.com and you can learn all about everything that we're talking about, all the speakers that are um, involved and all the details. But it's March 3rd. It's at the Byron Theatre. You can go to onedayinbyronbay.com to learn more. Or, yeah, and if you want to come, um, you know, if if you if you can fly in for the weekend, put Byron down. Come to Byron for the weekend. It'll be rad fun. Um, and if you're in Brizzy in the Gold Coast, it's not too much of a drive. If you know anyone in the area that you think it would be a cool event, basically we're talking about, um, you know, it's it's a chance for you to take a day out to get clarity, get some courage happening, really get connected to yourself, and then make some big choices. Um, and it's Bronnie Ware, Marcus Pierce, Shara Carruthers and myself. So it'll be lots of fun. Um, yeah, I would love to see any small steppers there. So just saying. Oh, my gosh. And you would have to say, you would just totally have to say. So even if you don't win the tickets, you should totally go. So put the link in just in case people want to sure. grab tickets in case they don't um, win. And um, and put down Perth if you want to come and see Jude Bluro and I for the day, um, which is in March is the 17th, the Saturday. See, not even on top of this, um, but it's around that time on the Saturday. Uh, Let's have a look. I need to be looking at my Google Calendar, which I'm loving at the moment. Um, Uh Uh-huh. I told you. See, we did a Keeping Good Company episode on systems. It is. It's Saturday the 17th of March. So that's where you want to be. We're going to be in Perth. It's going to be awesome. Um, So write down Perth. Or if if you have friends who you know are in the vicinity of those places, tag them so they can write their name down in Perth or... Um, or Byron, and um, and if you haven't signed up to do the Dinner Hack series, guys, like full three 
videos, training series, totally free. Um, running it again, back by popular demand. Saturday the 17th is St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Um, you can so, wear green and drink a beer before you come. Yeah. yeah tick, do that. tick, tick. Um, how do you know we're not just sitting there just drinking Guinness the whole time? Um, uh, oh, no, haggis isn't. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Haggis, Scottish. Scottish, yeah. Um, so um, definitely sign up to the Dinner Hacks because that's totally free, so you want to be in on that. And um, and if you were a live audience, I would be asking you to give Carly a big, huge round of applause for, um, for coming on to... Yep, she's bowing but without sound, so you probably can't see her doing that. Um, and um, sharing how she's going great ungracefully and giving us all a big crazy reminder about the power of being yourself. Being yourself. Just sing it, Carly. Let it go. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna hear me sing, you have to listen to a episode one hundred and fifty of Carlosophy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> then you will hear me singing. <laughs> that is a great episode. Okay guys, we're signing off from now, but I hope you enjoyed this live and in real time episode of Small Steps TV. I'll be seeing you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. For more inspiration, interviews and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time.